This is Harry's Strictly Podcast 2022. I'm here to bring you my thoughts, reactions and scores to this year's Strictly. So please welcome your host, it's me, Harry. We have returned from the Blackpool Tower back into the Strictly Ballroom as we hit week 10 of the competition. I cannot believe we are now in double figures of the competition. It just doesn't seem right. It seems to have flown by so quickly and we're now on to week 10. The blues of Blackpool were lingering a little bit. Some of the couples didn't do as well as last week. There were some lower scoring couples this week, lower scores from the judges and me as well, but they all tried and they all entertained us and that's what we want. We'll talk about the dances in a moment. Welcome back to another episode of Harry Strictly Podcast. Let me know what you thought about week 10. I would love to hear. This week we had a Charleston, a tango, a jive, a rumba, an Argentine tango, and a samba. Quite a lot to compare. It's time to judge week 10. Opening the show with a Charleston was Will and Nancy. Now, this was a Charleston that I'd never really seen before. It wasn't quite a, a, a traditional Charleston. It wasn't slapstick. It was really stylish and cool. He was very committed to what he was doing, and it was a really clean, sharp Charleston, which I liked. It still had the freedom that the Charleston needs, but it was really precise, and it was sort of a fresh take on the Charleston. And now we've seen so many routines throughout the whole of Strictly and this season, we need to see refreshing routines, and this was one of them. He started off with a great set of swivels, swiveling on both feet, back and forth, I saw it, on the balls of his feet, swiveling nice and light. It lost that lightness as it went on in the routine. He did another set of swivels, and I could see him struggling to maintain that swivel and keeping it quite free and in time with the music, which may be because he was dancing choreography before and after it, he struggled to kind of pick that swivel up, but he managed to do it quite nicely at the start. The lifts that were in this routine were fantastic. There wasn't too many, but the ones that he did, I felt were there in the routine with purpose. They were timed fantastically. Will was in the right place to get Nancy up there, to bring her back down, and to make sure that she landed nicely. You know, it was all timed well, and it was led very, very well. I want Will to be careful still with his posture. What I want Will to do is just think about his neck. I felt he sits forward a bit with his head placement, and it just alters his posture to look a little bit off for me. So what I want him to do is elongate that neck, lower the shoulders, bring the chest forward, and dance outwards. That will really help the Charleston come across a little bit better. I still would have liked a little bit more bounce because I do quite like a Charleston that has that freedom in there and has the energy, the swing and the bounce and all that. I felt he could have had a little bit more of that in this routine to match 
the sharp concept. I agree with Craig. I want him to work on his arms just a little bit. Now we're getting into week 10. We're really starting to think about everything coming together. And I just want him to work when he's sort of partnering Nancy or side by side with her holding onto her with one hand, the free arm that's out at the side. I want that to have a little bit more structure, not be bent, be extended out if it's supposed to be. If it's supposed to be bent, make it bent, create some real nice shapes with it. And it's hard to do because we do forget about free arms at times. Overall, a really good Charleston, very stylish, very cool, and a very refreshing routine. The scores are in. Eight. Next to take to the floor with a tango was Molly and Carlos. This tango was so controlled, understated, had real impact without trying. It was fierce and strong in a really nice way. The tango is a strong dance and it's got to be sharp. It's got to have a lot of changes of direction, head movements, staccato movements here. And what can happen sometimes is that everything is just really, really strong, really, really sharp, really, really fast. And we lose that calmness that a tango also needs. And I think Molly and Carlos did a fantastic job of getting a really good balance. The production of this routine was absolutely outstanding. Everything about it I loved, the way they looked, the lighting, the music, a really good modern song to adapt to a tango, and it all came together. She had so much content in there that kept the tango going. There was moments of stillness, and there was moments of separation, but then they got back into hold so well. She had a great set of pivots in the corner of the floor, had so much drive around those, they stayed connected with each other, and moved as one. I do agree with Craig. I really want her to think about the positioning in hold. Shirley said that she'd come on fantastically well. She's really improved how she dances with Carlos. But I do want, and like Craig said, is a little more opening in the tango. I felt they were too parallel with each other when in hold. And I'd also like to see a little more stretch in her upper half. And that's kind of what Motsi was saying as well. I love the energy that it had, the staccato moments. I saw the link steps nice and sharply, bending that standing leg, keeping the knees bent throughout the tango. So she had quite a lot going on. And Molly is such a good dancer that when we watch her, I don't feel like we're looking for a drooping frame or we're looking for any mistakes or, you know, we're not really looking where a head is placed because I have confidence that Molly will do that. I want all the little details to come together. I think they're a great partnership and I really enjoyed this tango. The scores are in. Nine. Dancing a jive was Ellie and Johannes. Now, one thing we can rely on with Ellie when she dances is to be entertained. We can rely on her to bring the character, to bring the fun. This week, for me though, and the judges as well, that's kind of where it finishes. We had content in this jive. And actually, I really appreciate how much she actually did. There was kicks, there was flicks, there was tons of jive figures in there, but they just weren't executed very well. 
this routine didn't look the standard of a week 10 that we are used to. And that's fine. The couples are not going to be great at every dance and they're not going to excel at every dance. But we do have to judge. I'll start by naming some of the content that Ellie did because I, like I said, was really quite impressed with how much Johannes challenged her here. She did some toe heel swivels in double hand hold with Johannes. I saw those executed nicely. She used her toe, she opened out with her heel and then she swivelled to change to the next foot. There was lots of throwaway steps in here, them changing place over the arm. They were done quite nicely. And I think that was because Johannes was leading them. I could really see him trying to push Ellie to go. And I think throughout the majority of this routine, she kind of sat back on the music and on the steps. I did see some really nice partner work though. There was lots of stuff going on. I saw um, a rolling off the arm into Johannes's arm and then rolling out. I also saw a stop and go in front of the judges. Johannes led it really well and Ellie reacted quite nicely. And they had some real characterization on that step as well. So it was implemented into the routine with some purpose. I do feel the chassis were a little heavy. They didn't have the lightness that they need. And I saw her bobbing about just too much in the pivots. I did see a nice American spin though. That's when the leader pushes the follower around and catches her. That's an American spin. She did attempt to do some flick ball changes and I saw those. To improve them, I need her weight to go forward. The flick ball changes will only get better if her weight is forward. I saw a few floppy feet as well uh, in the double kicks that she was doing side by side with Johannes. There wasn't really much technique. It was quite heavy. It was quite laboured. I didn't see the technique of the jive, the lightness, like Shirley mentioned, the slipping of the standing foot creates that bounce. Um, and I just saw her sitting into this routine too much. Moxie mentioned something about pendulum swing in a jive. Imagine if you were swinging some keys. That's what we're wanting from a jive. Keep the upper body quite still, keep the head in the same place and swing the hips and the underbody. So for me, not the best week 10 dance I've ever seen, um, but a good attempt. The scores are in. Five. Dancing a rumba was Fleur and Vito. This was a very raunchy rumba, wasn't it? We got all the feeling that a rumba needs in this dance. I mean, the connection. It like came out of the screen. I just felt it immediately. They had so much resistance between each other. Fleur had resistance in the floor. I saw her really trying to use her feet, leading with the toe, never taking the feet off the floor. They had so much push and pull between them. I don't just mean the connection emotionally between each other and, you know, a performative connection. That was all there. But what I actually mean is the physical connection between them. I saw Vito really leading her and Fleur reacting to that. I was looking for the technical stuff in the rumba. The feet turned out, the straight standing leg, the bent passing leg, that figure four shape that we need, that triangle shape. Changing of weight was nice and um, lots of good content in there. I've never seen 
something so um, exciting in a rumba before than that scissor drop that she did where her legs came out to the side. They couldn't have been any straighter if she tried. She pointed her feet on them and um, they had a little moment. I, you know, I saw it. I was really, really impressed. Fantastic opening out sections. She really coordinated her arms. She was stretching, letting her elbow go first, then her wrist, then using her fingers to tell the story of the rumba. I saw some great cooker archers, two strong flat feet and rolling over from each foot. I saw the figure eight rotation in the hips. Fantastic flexibility as well. This was a real showcase of what Fleur can do in a really calm way. Great back bend, absolutely fantastic. I was though watching it and thinking something isn't quite right. And when she was doing a lot of this stuff, like the change of weight, for example, in fan position. So when she's opened out, um, they're holding with just with one hand in kind of like a 90 degree angle. There was They did that a couple of times in the routine. And I just felt like, and the judges hit the nail on the head. She wasn't breathing through the music. She wasn't quite relaxed in it. I wanted her to display it a bit more. Let that tension release and then move into the next move. It wasn't as liquid as I would have liked it to have been. I saw it at times, but all the way through, I want to see it. Yes, we can have sharper moments. We can have some stiller moments and then go into some bits, but I would just like to have seen it a little more flowing. And I think breath would have helped here because each step has a different sound. We can really play with the different type of steps. What's a slow and what's a quick and what's going to stretch and what's going to not. I think she could uh, work on that a little bit more. But a fantastic rumba that completely captured what we need. Great emotion, connection, resistance, fantastic technique. I just want her to breathe. Just relax because she is fantastic. The scores are in. Eight. Dancing an Argentine tango was Hamza and Jovita. Wow. This was strong, but really settled. Like, he didn't show off in this routine. It was very calm. Everything had impact, and it was very grounded. There was no wobbling about, and because he wasn't doing too much dancing that it would have been so easy for him to come off balance when he was lifting Javita, for example. What I was so impressed with here, before we talk about some little bits, but we'll start off with some good things. How well Hamza leads the dance. He shows off his lady fantastically. He is so humble about what he does. I mean, we saw it in his salsa. When he did that salsa that was just completely effortless, we saw it then that he doesn't try too hard, but it still gets where it needs to be. And that was the same thing over here. He wasn't choreographed to do a lot of moving. Yes, he was still dancing because it's the Argentine tango and that's the style of it, but he wasn't choreographed to do lots of kicks and flicks and ganchos and all that. He was there to lead the dance. And that is what I was really impressed with. I do have to kind of agree with Craig and Anton about the bottom half. Anton, I feel, hit the nail on the head here about him just like lifting his leg up a bit randomly. I want a bit more precision with the legs and I want him to dance it a little 
more, you know? We didn't have traditional ganchos, interlocking of the legs, we didn't see much of that. We saw a couple of bits where he was wrapping his leg round Javita, and I felt kind of like they just sprung up out of nowhere. And I also feel like this didn't capture me like Hamza's routines usually do. It didn't quite make me go wow. Having said all of that though, he's a fantastic dancer and to look at, he makes everything look so easy. He still had to make sure he was listening to the music, leading, making sure his posture was right, getting his feet balanced, staying on balance, all of that. It is so hard to do, especially on live television, I'm sure. So uh, I think he did a good job. I just wasn't a massive fan of the bottom half, like uh, the boys said. The scores are in. Eight. Closing the show with a samba was Helen and Gorka. Now, if you haven't listened to an episode before, Samba is one of my favourite dances. I just love it. I actually got the essence of the Samba in this routine. I got the feeling, I got the flavour, I got the energy, I got all of that, and I actually got a lot of content. Helen started the routine on her own, and I really like seeing that, because it means she's confident in herself, and that Gorka has confidence in her to kick off the routine on time. It's a big deal, because the music plays, you've got to be ready. I saw lots and lots of tricky content in here. She did, on her own, some Botafogos. We explained not what those are last week. Then she did some side-by-side -side with Gorka. She even attempted a stationary samba walk, and I saw her attempting some good technique with that. The slipping of the foot, moving herself back a little bit, and I also saw her really trying to use her hips on those stationary walks. I saw some fantastic karaoke runs. Those came just after she got with Gorka. She did those little toe taps, side by side, one tap, then moving across to the next leg to do another little tap of the toe. They are karaoke runs, and she did those fantastically. She had some vaulters in there, the side cross, side cross, side cross action. I saw her trying to turn out her feet in different directions. She did a fantastic set, just a couple, one or two of them, of uh, promenade runs. And she actually ran into them, which was great. They didn't start off stationary and go into them. She did some spins and ran into them and Gorka was there to catch her. So really, really good partnership there. She did some basic whisks, which I saw side behind, side behind. They were nice and I saw rotation of the hips. She did a fantastic quarter jacca and we've seen quite a few of those this series as well. That forward and back action using our heel as we go forward, which we're not really supposed to do anywhere else in the samba, um, but this is one of the steps that requires a heel, and she did it nicely. She had some fantastic changes of timing. The samba does not always have to be one a two. We can have so many different timings, and I was really impressed that she got some merengue timing in here. I saw that she did some nice merengue runs. Could her feet and her knees have been a little better? Yes. Could we have had a bit more rotation of the hips? Absolutely. On those runs coming to the camera, I just felt she was too straight on at us. But yeah, difficult timing and lots of content. I wasn't a massive fan of the body action in this. What we need is absorption of the body. We need isolation of the upper half and the lower half so that we see the hips 
moving, the bending of the knees, making sure we're, we're really using our feet and going from a toe to a ball. So we've got that action at the ankles. I agree with Moxie about getting her weight more forward. It will help to create that bounce. Samba is not just an up and down bounce. It's all about absorption, using the knees. I'd like to have seen her sort of push off from a standing leg and landing nicer, keeping the toe close to the floor and then coming down on a heel. Lots of content in there. Great attempt, just not fantastic technique, but really good energy and confidence. And for that, I praise her. A good try. The scores are in. Six. For the first time in probably about three years, I have not voted. But I, of course, was dancing when the show was on, which actually I got to the final in both ballroom and Latin. Hey, fourth in ballroom and fifth in Latin. But I still, anyway, want to let you know who I would have voted for. So this is who I would have voted for. The first couple I would have voted for danced a clean, stylish, very fresh routine that was very committed, it was polished, and they actually had some fantastic technique. It was a Charleston that I hadn't really seen before, and so for that reason, I would have voted for Will and Nancy. The second couple I would have voted for, for a very good routine that had lots of power, that had lots of control, that had so much content, and one that I feel has really improved throughout the competition. She started off great, and she's got even better, while not having the most smoothest journey in the competition. And uh, for all of those reasons, I would have voted for Molly and Carlos. Then my third and final vote would have gone for a very good rumba. It was hot, it was quite sexy, very sensual, and so I would have voted for Fleur and Vito. Who do I feel is going to be in the dance-off? Well, this week we only had six couples dancing. We would have had seven, but of course we know Kim tested positive for COVID, so we only had six to choose from. Let's talk through all of the couples. We start off with Will and Nancy. Do I feel like he could be in the dance-off? Possibly. Will he get forgotten about because he was at the start of the running order? There is a chance. I don't think Molly's going to be there this week. She she really stood out for me this week over everybody else. I thought it was the best dance of the night. So I hope she's not in the dance-off. I don't think Hamza's going to be there. Even though this wasn't the most wow routine of Hamza's and the most um, sort of audience entertaining, he's still a fantastic dancer. So I don't think he's going to be there. And I also don't think Helen is going to be there. There's lots of people that are voting for Helen, and rightly so. She's been on a fantastic journey throughout the series, and I'm loving seeing her build her confidence. That leaves Ellie and Johannes. I feel Ellie's going to be there because the jive wasn't fantastic. She's amazing at bringing out the performance and the energy, but now we need it all to come together, and the technique lacked for me here. I also feel Fleur and Vito might be in the dance-off. Why do I feel that? I don't know. I don't think she deserves to be there. I just feel 
with the other dances that were there and the styles that the other couples danced, how well will it connect with the viewers? We know that the rumba doesn't have the best track record on Strictly. So that's who I think. We'll find out if I'm right after this music. As predicted, I was right. It was Ellie and Fleur in the dance-off. All of the judges saved Fleur. Who would I have saved? As always, Tess, it's over to you. Based on that dance-off alone, I am about to ask the name of the couple that you think deserves to stay and why. The couple with the most votes will remain in the competition, meaning the other couple is out of Strictly Come Dancing. This is it. Who are you going to save and why? Well, going into this dance-off, I actually already had an idea of who I would save, and that's not really what I usually do, but... For me, one couple was just overall better and I didn't see the other couple improving to their level or to even be better than the other couple. It's a shame because I really like both couples, but I have to go and vote for the couple who had better performance, better technique and better connection with what they were dancing. And so for that reason, I have to save Fleur and Vito. Another couple leaves the show. It is sad to see Ellie go. Even though this week her jive wasn't great, and if she was to leave on any of the weeks, I think it was right this week, because everybody else is just so good. I thought it was very emotional about um, what Ellie said at the end when she was leaving. We had a few tears in our house. It did get me a little emotional, because... These celebrities work so hard, and over the past 10 weeks, Ellie has put in the hours, I'm sure, every single day to pull off some great routines. And like she said, it may not have been the best jive, but it was her best jive. And I think for that, she should be super proud. We are now down to six couples. All the way back in week one, we had 15. We have now lost nine couples, bringing the number down to just six. It's getting very tense. Who is going to leave next? It's down to people voting for their favourites. You have got to vote. Next week is Musicals Week and I'm so super excited. How theatrical are some of these routines going to be? Next week's episode of Harry Strictly Podcast will be up on Saturday because we are treated to all of the dances on Friday night due to the World Cup. We're getting uh, Strictly one day earlier which is going to be very exciting. I'll see you next week in the theatre for Musicals Week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Harry Strictly Podcast. If you did enjoy, please make sure to leave a review. You can follow me on Instagram at Harry Surplus. I'd love to know your thoughts. Thank you so much for listening. Keep dancing. Keep dancing.